Hi, this is Mark Wade from Prudential Fox and Roach, centercitycondos.com. In this podcast, I'd like to uh, debunk any myths about condo fees because as a realtor who sell, who 90% of, 95% of my business is selling condominiums, I get this all the time. I get it from buyers who say, well, gee, you know, I don't want to buy a condo because I don't want to pay condo fees. As if those condo fees are magically, you know, disappearing into thin air, air, or they're going in someone's pocket so they can go out and buy a shiny new Cadillac and drive around town, you see. It's not the case. If you were to buy, it, let's compare a low-rise condominium, like a second floor in a brownstone, 1,500 square feet. Let's compare that to a 1,500 square feet row house. The condo fees for that property are probably going to be about three to three hundred and fifty dollars a month. Let's you know twenty twenty five cents a square foot a month. That amount that you pay, you would have to pay that if you had a single family home and had to pay your own master insurance policy, your own water sewer, your own you know exterior lighting, and uh, to put a couple dollars into a rainy day fund. Those fees or those costs are inescap inescapable regardless if you buy a single family or a condominium. So buyers who come to me and say, well, I don't want to pay condo fees. Well, what do you know? I mean, it's not like you, you can avoid these fees in a single family home. It's just that they're not called condo fees. They, you know, they should be called single family home fees, but certainly there's no such thing. So the idea that condo fees just magically, you know, go and line somebody's pocket or, you know, somebody's making a profit off you, it's not the case. Um, so in a low rise, condominium as opposed to a high-rise. Generally speaking, your low-rise condominiums are going to have smaller condo fees, and it makes sense because you don't have a doorman, generally speaking. You don't have an elevator, generally speaking. You don't have a parking garage. You don't have a concierge service. You know, they're not going to walk your dog and return your videos and that kind of stuff. You're kind of on your own, you see. So you'll be returning your own videos if you buy into a low-rise condo. The low-rise condo fees range anywhere, and this is just generally speaking, about 20 to 25, maybe 30 cents per square foot per month, which is industry average. That's, that's the way it is. A majority of your condo fees, probably the largest chunk of your condo fees, are going to go to the master insurance policy. Now, the master insurance policy cost has certainly risen since, since September 11, 2001 in low-rises and high-rises and single families all over. It's just, it's just the way it is. Um, so that's where a majority of your condo fees are going to go if you buy into a low-rise, mid-rise building. Master insurance policy. Now let's talk about what else those condo fees are going to go towards. The hallway common lighting. The lock mechanism on the front door, if there's electric that needs to run that. The call system outside. Exterior lighting. Water sewer. Uh, just general repairs, maintenance repairs, cleaning, snow removal, things like that. Now there also is a reserve cost in almost all condominium budgets. It's called a rainy day fund, where let's say 20% of your condo fees go into a rainy day fund because one day that roof is going to leak. I don't care if that roof is made of titanium, one day it's going to leak. <laughs> you know, the painting on the exterior windowsills and shutters and door frames and common hallways, they're going to need to be painted again one day. The carpet's going to need to be cleaned or replaced one day. And therefore, that's 20%, generally speaking, of your condo fees goes into that rainy day fund. 
So Kanufis do not magically, you know, wisp away into thin air, or they do not, you know, just line somebody's pocket, you know, of course, so that they can drive that new Cadillac around town. Not the case. So, so, so don't come to me telling me you don't want to pay condo fees. Now, if indeed, I guess the myth arises from the fact that some people are like, oh my gosh, I, uh, you know, I know this person who lives in a 1,200 square foot condo and their condos are $1,200 a month. True. Absolutely true. In certain buildings. I lived in one of those buildings, lovely building, and I had a doorman, and my trash was removed from our common hallway three times a day. If you wanted them to walk your dog and return your videos, whatever you want. I mean, you know, the, the, it's your oyster, but you're going to pay to play. Um, so condo fees in a full-service, high-rise building with 24-hour security and an impeccably maintained building, it's going to cost you. Um, in some of the high-rises, you know, I, I guess industry average would go anywhere from 40 or really like 50 cents to a dollar per square foot per month. But you get stuff in return for that. You get a sense of security. You get your trash removed. You get immaculately maintained hallways that are swept every day, light bulbs that are changed when they go out. Um, you know, it costs to maintain a building in, in good condition. So in a full-service, high-end luxury building with multiple elevators, high-speed elevators, and a sprinkler system, because remember, you need to monitor that sprinkler system and that costs money. There needs to be a separate electrical line to it, and then you need a, an alarm system to it in case it goes off so the police know and the fire department know about it. And, and guess what? Those, aren't, those things aren't free. You're going to pay for those. But you get what you, you know, you, you get back what you give, what you pay. You, you know, there's something in return for that, and it's a peace of mind, a sense of security, whatever the case is. So, um, yeah, you know, you get what you pay for. And um, so a lot of times people will say, well, gee, I don't want to pay, you know, $600 a month condo fees. Well, then, okay, fine. That's no problem. You don't have to. Then possibly a lower service building, I'm not talking lesser quality, just a lower service building, like that maybe doesn't have a, a on-site management or a doorman or on-site parking attendant whatever the case is, maybe that's more in line with what you're looking for. So if you're looking to not pay high condo fees, you're going to want to go with a lower service building. Now, conversely, I have some people who come to me saying, well, our condo association, you know, I live in a, a small condo association and we only pay $25 a month in condo fees. Isn't that great? Well, no, it ain't. Uh, that's about the dumbest thing I've ever heard, if I could be so bold, because it means that your building's going to hell in a handbag. I mean, you know, you, you, I was, excuse me for that one, but you need to maintain your building. You need to clean the carpet. You need to clean the common hallways. You need to change those light bulbs. You need to put money away for a rainy day fund. You need to maybe hire an man, outside management company. Um, you know, you, you need, need to keep up on repairs in these low-rise buildings because, like everything else in this world, Things deteriorate in time, and if you're not pumping money back into that building, your building as a whole is losing its luster, losing its shine, and all in all, kind of losing value in, an, in a maybe a kind of in a non, uh, you know, one-on-one -on -one relationship kind of way. But the truth is, I see buyers walk into buildings, and they their impression of that building is set by the time they walk in that door uh, in the common hallway because if the doors really don't lock and they're banged up and there's mail falling out of one of the uh, mailboxes, and there's flyers all over the floor, and there's light bulbs that are out, and all that kind of stuff, you know, 
I don't care what your unit looks like inside. They're not going to like it. You know, they're they're going to not that they're not going to like it, but they're going to have already a negative impression on that building. I was in a condo building on Spruce Street last week, and I thought I was going to fall over backwards dead. This thing was so gorgeous. You walked in the common areas, and you knew that that it just was a, a reflection, kind of a halo effect on the entire uh, entire building. This was one gorgeous building maintained immaculately. I mean. You knew that those front doors always stayed locked because, you know, in a low-rise where you don't have a doorman monitoring whether the door's fully closed or not or somebody's propping it open so the pizza man can show up, you know, um, you knew that this was a secure low-rise building that was done. They didn't really spare any expense in the common areas. Everything done was done very nicely. So I guess to wrap up this uh, podcast, I'd have to say look at your condo fees decide what level of service you're looking for, and that may help determine what type of building you might want to purchase in. Um, you know, there are high-rises with lower condo fees who don't have a doorman, or maybe it's a part-time doorman. But anyway, the amount of condo fees you're going to want to pay is going to be reflective on what kind of condos you're going to want to look at. And uh, too high condo fees are going to chase buyers away. And that's okay. I mean, not all high-rise condos, full-service buildings are, are good for everyone. But then low condo fees should not, you know, are going to chase buyers away too because uh, you're not keeping the building up, okay? So anyway, there's my two cents. Uh, don't be afraid of condo fees. They don't magically disappear into thin air. But look at the services and the maintenance you're getting for that condo fee, and that should help you decide whether or not, you know, it's in the ballpark, it's correct, uh, um, acceptable and all that groovy kind of stuff. Because remember, the buyer behind you, um, you know, they're going to be looking at those condo fees too. So make sure that your building is maintained, that the money is well spent, that it's well budgeted, that you've got money into the rainy day fund. That's a biggie because also assessments. Um, you know, sometimes in these buildings, you know, the roof leaks and the, the, the association has not been putting money away or, or they want to replace all the windows and they haven't been putting money away. So there's called what's called a special assessment that if there's five units in the building and they're all the same size and you know new windows are going to cost ten thousand you're going to get a bill slid underneath your door that says your con you know you have a special assessment of two thousand dollars that you have to pay in the next six months um, not a pleasant surprise but it happens though you know it happens frequently you need to look at the expenses and the budget of your the condominium you're looking towards and that budget will be a part of the condominium docs and in the state of Pennsylvania if it's a, a resale condominium, you've got five days to review those docs and bag the deal if, and get your money back if you don't like what the docs say. New construction or first out sales, you have 15 days to review those docs. So take a look at them and um, just probably a good idea to take a look at those things. Look at the maintenance of your building. You know, that's going to really determine your condo fees in, to a, a great extent. Anyway, I'm blathering on and on here. Any questions, comments, or concerns, I'm more than happy to address them. Um, if something you, you, you feel that uh, you know I've gone off in the wrong direction, I'm telling stories out of school, or I'm just not, you know, if you think I'm wrong, I'd like to hear it. Uh, this is Mark Wade, Prudential Fox and Roach Realtors, centercitycondos.com at 215-521-1523. Thank you.